Tennessee is reeling from a series of deadly tornadoes. We'll tell you how to get involved in the recovery efforts. Also, a new study shines a light on what separates Christian college grads from their peers. And finally, we've got our first look at the next all-original tale from the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse team. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's relevant. It's daily. relevant daily. Relevant daily. Relevant daily. It's relevant daily. Hey everyone, I'm Jesse Carey. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up. But first, I want to tell you that today's show is brought to you by our church leadership podcast, Called. Each week on Called, activists, leaders, pastors, and innovators like John Eldridge, Julia Veach, Rob Hoskins, Eugene Cho, Rebecca Lyons, N.T. Wright, Darius Daniels, Kim Walker-Smith, and a ton of others join us to talk about issues that are facing today's church leaders. Not only do we equip church leaders to be more effective in outreach and, and reaching and meeting the needs of their communities, we also talk about things that matter to people in ministry, things like mental health and soul care, protecting ministry marriages. If you're in ministry or you know someone who, who is, you definitely want to check out Called. We're releasing new episodes every week, so get it wherever you get your podcast. It's Called. All right. To tell us about today's stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Tyler, how are you, man? Hey, I'm doing good, Jesse. Thanks for asking. Tyler, you had a very late night last night. You are very close to where some very deadly storms uh, struck the city of Nashville last night. I'm very glad you're okay. Um, the city is is now recovering from that series of tornadoes. Tyler, you are there. What can you tell us? What have you seen, and and, and what transpired last night? Yeah, this is uh, this is local news for me. Very local news for me, but but it is uh, also becoming sort of a uh, a national news story. So I'll, I'll tell you what we do know so far. But we are still in the sort of early hours of figuring out what's going on here. Uh, so far, as of this recording, twenty two people are dead after a series of violent tornadoes hit Nashville and the rest of the the state late last night, early this morning. Hundreds of rescuers have taken to the streets in Nashville and also more rural areas like Putnam County in an attempt to find folks who are hurt and salvage belongings from the wreckage of homes, businesses, schools, and churches. Uh, Cookville Mayor Ricky Shelton. Cookville was a place where the, the, the tornadoes were particularly deadly. Uh, the mayor said, quote, this is an absolutely tragic and devastating day for our city and county. Our first ask is for prayers for our families, community and responders that are out there and have been out there almost 10 hours searching and rescuing and working through that. Tyler, what do we know so far about the extent of just the devastation? I mean, the pictures that that you've shown me and that have been mm-hmm. shared online are just almost unimaginable. It seems like the you know there's some buildings that are just completely gone. What what mm-hmm. can you tell us about the the, the damage? Yeah, so uh, from what I've been able to to see here from local reporters, about 40 structures have collapsed around Nashville alone. Power lines are down, lots of windows blowing out. A state of emergency has been declared. Uh, but Governor Billy, uh, very characteristic of him, is cautioning Tennesseans against counting on help from the government. He says, quote, this is the sort of thing where initially government steps in, but the real work will get done by the people of Tennessee as they engage to help one another. Uh, I've been, uh, I, I walked around a little bit. I was was 
very fortunate. Uh, my family here in East Nashville, which was quite close to where a lot of the worst of the tornado hit here in Nashville. Uh, but we, uh, the roof's still over our, our heads and we're doing pretty good. But it's uh, about a half mile from me where the destruction really picks up. Mm. Uh, landed for about 20 minutes last night in an area of Nashville called Five Points, very popular destination for tourists and also locals. A lot of really establishment businesses there, restaurants, beloved uh, bar scene for the for Vanderbilt students in the area and, and it is for the musicians around here. Lots of musicians around here, obviously. A lot of people really hurting this morning. Uh, a lot of people don't have jobs now or don't know where their next paycheck is going to come from because they're on hourly wage at a lot of these businesses that are down and, and we don't know and they're going to be back. So it is going to be a difficult recovery process here in Nashville. Well, Tyler, obviously uh, you're there, a, a big part of the community there. A lot of people who have been involved with Relevant and have been in the magazine, whether in the music or entertainment industry or just friends that were, that we have there, uh, you know, have been affected or know people who've been affected. How can listeners of Relevant Daily help the community there in Nashville, Tyler? Gotten a lot of people asking about this. Really appreciate that, uh, that the, uh, the Relevant community is willing to try to pitch in here. A couple ways you can do that. Hands on Nashville is a great organization here in town. Does terrific community organizing and relief. You can find them on Twitter at at H-O Nashville, H-O Nashville for that. You can sign up to help or donate to the cause. If you want to donate money, you can do so at the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee's Middle Tennessee Emergency Response Fund. You can find that at cfmt.org. That's cfmt.org. If you live in Tennessee, if you live in the area and you've got some things you want to donate, you can give items to the Community Resource Center. The CRC is looking particularly for personal hygiene items, bleach, trash bags, gloves, and box cutters. Uh, so those are just a few ways you can get involved. And of course, you can also donate to the to the Red Cross. They're always on the ground. Uh, we we love Red Cross and they've done a lot of great work. They've helped us at Relevant a lot and they, they're definitely here helping folks out. It, it's going to be a touch and go for a little bit and we'll keep an eye on it. And as information becomes available that might be useful to listeners here on The Daily, I'll definitely make it available. Well, Tyler, thanks for that, man. We definitely encourage people to check out those different organizations and help the the community there that's really hurting after these you know really just kind of unexpected storms yeah, struck and, and really caused some damage last night. Well, Tyler, next up, shifting gears a little, a new study shines a light on how Christian college grads are different from their peers. Yeah. Tyler, tell us about this study. Who, who conducted it? First? You know, this is kind of fun. It's, it's a new study from this uh, this Christian think tank called Cardis, and they had some interesting findings about Christian college grads. When compared with graduates from non-religious universities, graduates of religious schools care less about their personal incomes and more about helping others, according to an article that was written up in Christianity Today. This is kind of interesting, Jesse. You and I are both Christian college grads. I can't say I've seen a lot of research done into what might separate us. Uh, high rollers from the from our our peers who went to state schools or different uh, institutions of higher learning. You, you mean other than our NCAA sports dominance, <laughs> <laughs> the the fighting Moody Bible Institute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what's what's your what's the mascot there? You know, our, the mascot at Moody was the Archers, uh, <laughs> but it was not the Archer like the guy with the bow and arrow. It was the art is the architectural structure. The Arch oh, was our mascot, okay. well, which kind of fearsome. describes our sports uh, general sports attitude 
yeah, don't let anyone uh, try to beat you in a game of Jenga. You are the archer. So, All right, Tyler, tell break down the numbers a little because mm-hmm. uh, you know what, what was the different rates when compared to how these graduates vary uh, value altruism versus how much they value a personal income. Super interesting. So nearly eighty five percent, eighty five percent of religious grads said they believe it was important to quote take action against wrongs and injustices in life. And 80% said that they should, quote, help other people in other countries in poverty or victims of injustice. And then when asked whether they feel an obligation to oppose foreign poverty and injustice, just 73% of private non-religious grads say yes, and only 65% of public school alumni agreed. Uh, religious school grads even felt stronger about caring for the environment than other grads did, which is kind of flies in the mm. face of some narratives about environmental yeah. concerns among religious groups. Uh, graduates of religious schools also cared less about finding a job that pays well than public school or non-religious private school grads. That is, I think, something that we could probably attest to in our uh, our religious school. A brand. I'm not, not yeah. that not that we are not handsomely rewarded for our internet writing. Yeah, well, Tyler, you know, I, I think some of the the reasons behind this may be self-evident to people in, in religious circles, mm-hmm. but what are the scholars behind this? I, I do think it's interesting that one of the lead authors is actually a professor at a state school, the University of Arkansas, but he actually drew some interesting conclusions about the why behind the numbers. Yeah, and you found this quote, Jesse, that was quoted in, in CT, and it was interesting. His name is Albert Cheng. He said, quote, these institutions are not just helping kids process what I want to be when I grow up in terms of money and what I find to be fulfilling. He said, but there is a lot of conversation about what vocation really is. Mm. Uh, a broader question than just the paycheck that you take home at the end of the day. It's an interesting study. You've uh, delved into it a little bit more over on relevantmagazine.com. You can go check it out there. Well, Tyler, finally, a new animated movie from the guys behind what was one of my favorite movies, honestly, the last couple of years, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. And I'm a superhero guy, but I'm not like a hardcore superhero mm-hmm. guy. But that's just a great movie. And largely thanks to the writing and filmmaking behind it. It has this broad appeal. It's really clever. has a lot. It's got a lot of heart to it. And now that team has a new project on the way. What can you tell us? Yeah, I, I was very into Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I'm more of a superhero guy than you. But I but I thought that movie just was almost inspiring, creatively speaking. Yeah, and how it just, it just was banging on every single level. And, and it made me really excited for what they're going to tackle next. And their next project now, we've got a trailer for it. Um, it, it this is uh, from the producing team, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. It's being directed by Mike Rianda, who last directed Gravity falls looks like a real hoot it's called connected it follows one family's wild road trip to drop their eldest daughter off at college and all kinds of hijinks ensue the trailer is really really trippy it's another computer animated flick but like spider-man into the spider-verse it's a very novel kind of animation it's not the trying to riff on the pixar animation that became very popular in the last 10 years this is its own thing that i've never really seen anything quite like before you should go check out the trailer and you've got an all-star voice cast of course the oldest daughter in question is voiced by abby jacobson from broad city the herd father is being voiced by danny mcbride and maya rudolph is the mom there are also robots there is a little pug uh, that, that i think was probably going to be a merchandising nightmare for families come christmas time <laughs> uh, but the 
real fun is all the details, the, the little innovations in the animation you can see in the trailer that really play with form and substance in addition to style. Kind of stretches the idea of how you can tell a story with animation, which is really cool to see. Looking forward to this one. We'll be keeping an eye on it as it gets closer to its release date this summer. Dolly, you had me at Danny McBride. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're a big McBride <laughs> fan. You're part of the McBride huge, hive. Huge, huge. Well, big time McBride hive. It's a... It's a sketchy crew, but I am a member. <laughs> well, Tyler, thanks, buddy. Thanks, Jesse. All right, well, you can read more about that and everything else we're covering over at RelevantMagazine.com. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram. Sign up for our weekly newsletter. Subscribe to our other podcasts. And don't forget, we're here every weekday, bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.